You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. The A-List Podcast is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Welcome. Thank you for listening. Joining in to the A-List podcast. I'm Kwani Lunas, joined by H.R. Blakely and Gary Washburn. And Gary has been annoyed already in the past few minutes because Sherrod and I are really excited about this Barbie movie. And Gary is just clearly not in the Barbie spirit, which is very disappointing. Are there any black people in it? Are they like close? Yes. Lisa Ray. Lisa Ray. Gary, this is the most diverse. Oh, see. Oh, don't act like you don't know that. Oh, I, didn't know. I don't know. I, I didn't know there was a Barbie movie coming out. I honestly did not know. Okay, there's wow. no way in this day and age you didn't have not seen a Barbie Whatever. commercial on a building. On, on Barbie, like I've seen people, but I did not know there was actually a movie with a plot and a can and a and a and a dream house. Like I didn't know none of that. This is like the most diverse Barbie movie ever. 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 Okay. Ever. It, it is, I mean. There's, there's like as opposed to the first, like, has there ever been a Barbie movie? Probably. I think so actually, but I wouldn't know because I would never watch them until yeah, they I don't know my Barbie went down this path. Okay. I even, okay. I even got my bar, I got my, my pink headphones. My students in my class this this summer at, at Boston University, we spent a lot of time talking about the Barbie movie, different stories that you could develop off the Barbie movie. And so, what did they do at the end of the class? They got me a Barbie. Aww. They got me a Barbie. You love them. It's in, and Gary, next time you come to my office, Gary, you will see it It'll be right next to, to the other stuff I got hanging up. <laughs> can't, can't wait. But I there think, is no Ken. Yeah, there is no Ken. I'm waiting for them to come out with Kendrick. Kendrick. When they bring Kendrick, that's what we going. That's what we got something to talk about. I'm All not right. down with Ken. I want to see Kendrick up in that bad boy. It's actually really funny because if we're going by stereotypes, I'm sure most of our audience are like, "Why are they talking about Barbie right now?" But you know what? You're still listening, so we appreciate you for that. We'll talk about Jalen Brown now. <laughs> On to Jalen Brown. Yeah. Here we go. A smooth transition into Jalen Brown from the Barbie conversation. But he's yet to sign that Supermax extension. Could be worth over $304 million. He would end up being the biggest paid NBA player, at least in history with that contract. But are you too concerned over the fact that this has one not gone down yet but two the fact that we keep getting reports of like oh Jalen's busy and like oh they're working on it and it seems as though just nuggets are being dropped but no action is actually being put behind it yet well Gary you saw him re- more recently than I did so which, what, 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 what's what your you uh, take yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not concerned because I just think it's a deal that needs to be negotiated and Jalen is in Spain right now 
for a uh, players association uh, kind of event. Now, this is the, uh, it hasn't really been written about. So this is a situation where he goes to Spain with other players and they work on their own games. Like this is a, a, a camp for themselves. Like they go, it's like, you know, players go to Vegas to work out. Players go to other, you know, city LA to get runs. Uh, the the player association set up like a trip where the got these got their players, some players who are interested can go to Spain and work on their skills. So this is not just Jalen doing camps or vacationing. This is a business trip for Jalen. Then I think he's going to stay a couple of extra days. I I know it ends on Friday. Sorry, uh, the 22nd. Saturday? Um, Saturday, 22nd? Something like that. 22nd of Saturday. The secretary. Yeah. And then he's going to stay a few extra days to do some camps with kids and that and kind of do the the, – philanthropy thing so this is a trip for him it's not just him oh i know y'all trying to negotiate my deal but i'm trying to go on vacation right now no this is a kind of a this is a a opportunity for him to to work on his game to go to spain uh to see some different things but also this is kind of a business trip so i I don't think fans should be like oh jason jalen ain't signing his deal then decide he's just gonna go on a vacation like this has been pre-planned um, for a while now. And he went last year too. So, uh, you know, he, he is gone and there's members of the player association going with him, other players. So um, I'm not as concerned. You'd like to get it done ASAP when he gets back, close this deal, do a nice press conference, have Jalen say, Hey, I'm glad to be here. And I want to be here for the rest of my career and move forward because I think the Celtics need some good news right now. Hmm. Losing Grant, losing Marcus. And there's, you know, when Malcolm still probably a little salty about uh, being kind of dangled for trade and not going through. And now it's like, Oh, now you're a point guard. Um, And then, you know, what about some other moves that, that might be made? Um, we're Porzingis about, is the only happy person that he says he got that extension. <laughs> yeah, like that's it. Like, it's going to be some good news. And they need to make this happen to get, you know, forget all the, oh, we want him back and this is going to work out. Make it happen. Get this deal done. Have a nice press conference and keep it moving and try to add to the roster during the, during, uh, the next couple of weeks. And so, so I think Celtic fans are a little uneasy about not only Jalen, but just losing Grant and losing Marcus Smart. So uh, this needs to happen. But I am not concerned like Jalen's like deuces. I'm going on vacation. This was something that's been planned for a long time. And I think, you know, we all know Jalen. He wants to be there for these negotiations. He's not going to be like, oh, let this, you know, yeah. let my handle this. That's not that's not his style. So uh, I'm not as concerned. Uh, as you would think, um, considering I think they're going to get this deal done. Well, here, here's the thing. Uh, I'm not ready to hit what I like to call the Kyle Draper panic button. I ain't ready to go there. But I am concerned. I'm only concerned because the opportunity to get this deal done was there when he was in Vegas. He could have easily, him and his agent and himself, sat down, worked something out, get it done, have a little mini press conference in in, in Vegas, and then take your, take your butt to Spain and do all this stuff that you've already had planned. And to me, as long as this deal isn't done, I'm going to have a level of concern. It's not very high, because I agree with you. I think it will get done. But I think it's not going to be as smooth and easy breezy as people think. 
Uh, there are the Celtics. If, if you're the Celtics, you're certainly going to try to put in some escalators that are contingent upon him meeting certain metric marks that incentives that he may not necessarily want there to be incentives. He may want a certain number to be guaranteed money, and and the Celtics may have a different number in mind as far as what's fully guaranteed. Those are some of the things that I would like for them to have started to iron out in Vegas so that if they didn't get the deal done, they can just say, okay, we started, we've made a little progress on this area now where we still got one, two, three, four to work out. We'll do that when you get back from Spain, have a nice time, you know, adios, you know, all that good stuff and come back from Spain and just get it done. But now it seems that when they come, when he comes back, they're starting from not, I wouldn't say ground zero, but pretty damn close to ground zero to getting this thing done. And I hope that they start when he gets back. I hope they don't wait till like he started training camp and try to get something done because they do have a lot of time to work this out. But I think the sooner they start hammering away at this thing, the sooner they're going to get the deal done. But until they start doing that, Gary, I'm going to I'm going to have a little bit of concern about this uh, because I know that things that are supposed to be a certain way and seem like no brainers, it can twist real quick. Things can get things can get funky. Uh, and you know, as, as you pointed out, Jalen is a smart dude and he's definitely going to be involved in the process. And I would not be shocked if there's certain things that he wants to be guaranteed or he wants certain assurances that the Celtics are like, damn, JB, we love you, boy, but damn, I don't know about that one. What if we do this? And I think that there has to be the back and forth discourse. And I just don't think they have invested enough in that just yet. They will eventually, but I, I think I'm like most fans. I want to just get it done. I mean, no one's going to offer you more money. And this is going to be the richest contract any player has ever had in NBA history. It's kind of a big deal. So I understand why if you're Jalen, you're being patient because you want to make sure you just get this thing right. But I also have to be mindful of the fact that at the end of the day, your brick is going to be bigger than anyone's brick who's ever gotten a brick in the NBA. You are literally becoming the basically the blueprint, the template, if you will, for getting paid in the NBA. And the craziest part about all of this, and I know this is the part that Celtics fans are a little bit queasy about, you're the second best player on the squad. And you're getting the biggest check, the biggest chip that anyone financially has gotten ever. Points are ever. Being- yeah. So, again, the sooner I think he gets his deal done, the sooner we can go through all that. He's not worth that money, which I think is bogus, because you never work, get what you work, you get what you negotiate. People forget that. Um, especially when it comes to pro ballers. But I would hope that he would try to get this done in an expedient manner of time. Uh, and whether that is when he gets back from Spain, whether it's off the training camp, we don't know. But I will hope, I'm hoping he'll get it done fairly soon. When regular people negotiate their salary, there are a lot of factors that you write down for yeah. a normal job. So for with sure. Jalen Brown specifically, do you guys think that his value beyond being a baller should be factored in? To the contract absolutely i i think that that has to be a factor that you at least consider because let's let's be honest and let's keep it real one of the brightest young stars in the nba is some cat named john moran now he's getting the big brick and he deserves the big brick for what he does on the court yeah. but the stuff he does off the court is problematic mm-hmm. for him it's problematic for the organization it's problematic for the nba and with a guy like Jalen. You're not losing sleep over what this cat does when he's off the court. 
he he's been here long enough where you he's have a probably at MIT. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean he's he's probably on you know looking at some spreadsheet. That's crazy. Yeah, I can I can I can create more wealth for me or for these young people. That's, That's just who he is. And Tatum, you know, and again we, we're not talking about him too much, but he's in a similar boat as far as real low, you know, just not a lot of drama with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so to me, you have to think about that when you're offering this kind of money because the last thing you want to do is put all that money in some kid pocket and next thing you know. He's 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 being the, he's doing the job Moran. Mm, he's doing yeah. the job Moran. You don't want to do that. That's a good point. Gary, what do you think? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of things in there to negotiate, like uh, what about a no trade clause, right? Um, how long would you give a no trade clause throughout the entire contract? Uh, player options, team options, incentives, um, all of the above have to be worked out to where Jalen can probably maximize it, but also have incentives to where it's like, okay, this is how much you get if you win the MVP. It's how much you get if we make the finals. It's how much you get if we win the finals. Like all those things have to be uh, considered in terms of, of, of a major contract like this, because now you're putting three hundred million in the in the hands of one man Damn. to help, you, and you want to win, and you want to win championships, right? Hell so, yeah, you want to win championships. Yo, Jalen, you want to give not him singular, Gary? Plural, you wanna, not yeah, you want to give him incentive to where not only you know. He can he has incentive to make all NBA again. Yeah. All NBA first team, uh, all defensive team. Do you want to throw that in there? Like all these things, you want to make sure that he has money on the line, right? Sure. Um, and some some of those incentives he's not gonna reach. But I think you do try to lay it with incentives to where he does have incentives to improve as a player because we all know Jalen needs to improve. Jalen needs to get to that next level. He's top 20. I mean, he made all NBA, so you could say top 15, but I think he fell off a bit after his playoff performance um, in terms of like maybe his status, obviously that game seven, the eight turnovers and coming off one of the tougher games of his career. That's the last we've seen of Jalen, right? That's the latest. That's the last thing on his resume is eight turnovers. And when Jason got hurt, you couldn't carry the load and keep the team in the game. So I think they're going to need to laden it with incentives and make sure that the Celtics come out okay on this too. Not here, Jalen. Here's three hundred four million or two hundred ninety-five million. Here's fifty-nine million a year, and probably you're going to make maybe as much as sixty-seven or sixty-eight million in the final year of that deal uh, because it's going to be you know like layered, um, and you know no problem. It's straight up money. Like you want to give him incentives now, the Jason. Negotiation, I'm sure, will be much easier because it will be less incentives. Jason's reached a lot of those, but you want to give Jason some incentives too, eventually, right? You know, MVP, you know, um, things like that. So I think, and you also take into account that the man Jalen is off the floor, a positive role model, what he's doing, and you want to make sure he's in Boston long term. If this is the guy you want, 
Um, this is the guy, quite honestly, that you invest in. And you drafted him. He's homegrown. He's had his issues with Boston or whatever. Now you talk to him about that. And you might want to, you know, the team has a lot of assets and a lot of uh, helpful people around the organization, outside the organization. Hey, Jalen, you want to buy a house here? You want to invest in this? You want to be, you know, eventually, you know, Jalen might want to invest in a WNBA team. Now NBA players can do that. Um, you know, you can invest in, in certain things. You can invest in, uh, there's a level, a small percentage of sports betting you can invest in. Like this new CBA has a lot of options for the players to be more partners. That was the theme of this new CBA, having talked to um, the Player Association President, uh, Tamika Chamalgo, was like, we want to be partners. That's what she said. We want to be partners, not employees. And I think a lot of this new CBA has an opportunity for these players to be partners. So do you throw some of those incentives in there? Or, you know, when you retire, Jalen, do you want to be part of the partners? There could be a lot of things to to deal with. And so that's why I think this negotiation is a little bit more difficult than just straight, hey, here's 250 million. Hey, here's 300 million straight up money. Be be ready for training camp. I, I think that there's a lot going on, a lot going on in Jalen's head. But the fact that like his family's and hanging out, you know, his brother was sitting with the Celtics folks during summer league. Like, I don't see no issues with like, oh, Jalen mad at the Celtic. Jalen mad right now. Jalen don't want to be around. His brother was hanging with Mike Zarin on the sideline at a Celtic summer league game. Um, the, the second one when they when they lost to Washington, he they were hanging out, yeah. um, sitting on court side. So if that was an issue, then it would it, it, there wouldn't be Jalen's brother wouldn't be hanging out with the Celtic folks. So I think we're fine, but I also think that it needs to get done when he gets back. Like, don't let this bleed into August and all that. Like, just get this done because, you know, let the Harden thing and the Lillard thing be the NBA news. Mm-hmm. Something to stay out the news right now, mm-hmm. unless they're doing something hot or signing somebody. But this <laughs> thing, get up, get up out the news. All right, let's pivot and talk to the other Jay on this team, Jason Tatum. He's living his best summer life right now. He was at the Drake concert at TD Garden. I love that Sherrod put in our rundown that we're going to talk about the girl that fell down the stairs. What happened? The captain said she literally fell for Tatum. (laughs) Yeah. She's literally, I mean, as soon as they called Tatum out and everyone's going crazy, 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 and then someone is in the stands who literally, like, you know, back when you were a little kid and you in the well, Gary don't know about this because he was on West Coast. So you don't know about that snow thing. You don't know about sledding. You don't know snow. Yes. She literally slid like she was on a sled down the yes. stairs, Gary. <laughs> Gary. Oh, boy. I, I'm glad that she wasn't hurt because mm-hmm. I would have felt really bad for laughing my ass off when I saw that video mm-hmm. if she was hurt. Um, but I, apparently she was not not seriously hurt. But again, Tatum, Tatum is just, he's like that dude now. He's that dude. He, he's that dude that you look at his life on the court. You look at his life off the court. You got Drake bringing you up on stage. That shows what Drake does in pretty much any NBA city he goes to. Whoever the best player is in that city, he's bringing him on stage. I'm curious to see what he'll do if he goes to Denver. Though. Is Jokic going to get that kind of love? I don't know. Another story, another day. Anyway, <laughs> bottom line is this. Tatum is living the greatest life that Jason Tatum can live. That's and I'm, I'm, I'm excited for him. I'm happy to see that kid happy. 
Uh, I didn't know if he could like er- get to the point where he could be like outwardly happy about life. Yeah. You remember the first couple years in the, in the league? He was just quiet. I mean, he, yeah, he was quiet, stoic. Didn't really seem like. I mean, he was like giving you twenty and some change, and he didn't really seem like he was enjoying giving you twenty and change. But now he's <laughs> giving you thirty. Change. He's giving you thirty, a big three O piece, and he's got stuff in his life that's just incredibly awesome for him to have. We Man, don't do look, celebrity gossip, not- but we're gonna do celebrity gossip. Yes, he was with LMA. That's, that's not gossip. You've been together for a while, right? I know. It's yes, much, but you know what's funny? Because people like whisper about it. Like fans, they they see the pictures and they're like, "Oh my god, are they together?" Like we can confirm on a list podcast that they have definitely been together on various occasions, including publicly at Jay Z's event. You see, and I love the fact he's comfortable. Yeah, being out, which I was hope I was hoping to get to the point where he would be just comfortable being who he is yeah. and being accepted for you know what he brings to the table that kind of stuff so do you think that at this point he shed the only 19 title is it finally over is it dead is he a, an adult now is he a grown-ass man now gary <laughs> is he is he is he is he ready is he a grown-ass man now he grown he grown i didn't know lma 28 so i didn't know she was older than he is gary so. just did his hood research y'all yeah fyi gary just did his hood research, hood research graphic yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we need we need to have the hood research file. Yeah, we need a hood research team because Yeah, we do. But okay. That graphic that run across it, hood research presented by <laughs> We need a sponsor for that. Rap snacks. Let's get let's get them on a get, get, the, get, get it going, Kwani. I got the, you. We need us if you're listening to this and you work somewhere where y'all are willing to sponsor, hit us up. Don't hit me up, hit up like Sherrod or someone. Hood snack. Get up <laughs> Yeah, here we go. Blow Sherrod's phone up. So, so, so some of that hood research, Gary. You're right. She is 28 years old. Uh, okay, it's just years. no, not too bad. Elvin Arch. She's not fully robbing the cradle. All right, you. Oh, you know. So we're going to talk about the Sixers for a second, and then, which is probably maybe I would say one of the more hated teams that Celt for Celtics fans, and then mm. we're going to talk about the team they hate the most. Probably because I actually talked to their star player on Monday. So we'll get to that. That's what they call it, TVTs. Let's talk about the Clippers. James Harden, Clippers, do you guys think that'll get done? Let's start with that NBA rumor first, actually. <laughs> As we yes. dissect the, the Sixers. I think, it'll, I think it'll get done. I I, I think the, they'll find a way to make it happen because w- the way that players have been like the last couple years, I mean, basically, when they say where they want to go, those teams find a way to make it happen uh, more times than not. So uh, I, I don't like the idea of players forcing their way out of town, especially when they force their way into the damn town that they're leaving, uh, the way Harden did. Uh, and it, it just didn't, it's just not working out. Uh, but, what, now you're going to go to L.A. and all of a sudden it's going to be better? Um, I just don't know if that's going to work. Clippers will find a way to make it work, though. I just don't think once he gets there, it'll work. That's yeah. Fair. I think um, I don't know what the allure now because I think it's 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 declining quickly of of James Harden on your basketball team. Um, it hasn't worked this last many places. It didn't work in Brooklyn. He asked out. Now it's not working in Philadelphia. So the Clippers, it's going. You know, it suddenly. It's going to work, and and maybe he'll. I think he'll become, you know, if he if it happens and he plays with, with Kawhi, uh, Kawani, uh, Kawani Lunas. My uh, autocorrect uh, 
counterpart on yeah, iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> he stole my initials too. KL. The low, low, the low management dude and <laughs> Paul George. Um, you know, and it all depends on who else is on that team. I think it, I think it'll be, you know, I think he'll be unselfish and I think he'll understand that he has to be um, you know, he has to be a certain way. He can't be selfish, James, Houston James. But I don't know what the Clippers like what what will it take? Like the Clippers are not gonna give up Paul and Kawhi. They're not, they don't want to give up any of their young players. So what is it? Like Marcus Morris and Robert Covington and Norman Powell, like Philadelphia's gonna be good with that? No. So it just makes it all the more difficult when you demand a trade. You force your team to have to execute this trade because you don't. You, we all know what James is going to do if he ain't happy somewhere. He's going to be partying a lot. Then he's going to show up looking like, um, you know, <laughs> looking, looking like Fred Flintstone or something. Not Fred Flintstone. <laughs> like it's a training camp, Barty Rubble. Talking about, okay, I'm ready to hoop. <laughs> let me hold on. Let me put this Subway sandwich down. And <laughs> I'm so you know. He's going to be, he's going to be. You know you didn't go with Subway. You're going to have too many of them Sherrod shakes. (laughs) (laughs) Too many of them Sherrod shakes. It's just going to, we all know what's going to happen. So it forces Daryl Moore to have to make a trade. But the Clippers are like, well, if we know he wants to be here, why should we give up a prime package for him? When he's gonna act a fool if he stays, so right. you can get him out of there. The same thing potentially with Portland and Miami, where you demand a trade to one damn team, and that don't help you execute the trade. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Like, you got to keep that down low. Like, you know, you can't tell the world, I want to play for Miami. That's all I want to play for. I want to play for Boston. I want to play for Milwaukee. I want to play. No, 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 no. I want to play for Miami. And and the same thing, I want to play for the Clippers. Like, okay, Clippers, you, like what happens? So I just think it just makes it all the more difficult. So I would, I'm going to be fascinated to see what this deal would be like. Where what would the Clippers be willing to give up? Because they're not, they're not giving up Kawhi or Paul, uh, you know. And then you have the large shadow of Joel and B going. Well, okay. What are you getting back for this dude? Because I'm trying to win a championship. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to get back no spare parts and a couple of first round picks. First round picks ain't helping me right now. So, and Marcus Morris at age 33, 34 ain't helping me. And Norman Powell, as much as good as he is, like that's not helping me right now when it's shit. So, I think it's really complicated because he has put them in a corner. And the Clippers are like, well, we ain't giving up Terrence Mann. We ain't giving up Brandon Boston. We ain't giving up none of our young dudes. Nope. We'll give up. This is what we're going to give up, and we'll wait. So this thing can last into the summer, throughout the summer, into training camp, 
And, you know, James, James mad. James didn't like the way. I mean, if I hear one more thing about James being upset about something, like not winning games, and then acting like he was Desmond Tutu last year by giving up m- money on his contract. Oh, oh here we go. go. I knew oh, Gary was really good. We got another we got Gary Rand. The sacrifice Rand. that he made for his team. The sacrifice that James made for oh, his team. Oh, my gosh. Nobel Peace Prize. We need a new segment. We need a new segment called Gary Rants, and we give him minutes to rant about something. Oh, I could have made more money like James. Like, years old. You're 34 years old. Your your stock is low. Is is you know? I mean, he complaining. And Russell, Westbrook, Russell Westbrook just signed for two years and eight million after making 47 million last year. So Russell Westbrook, who some would argue is a more effective player than James Harden, he's better than James right now. You think he's better than James right now? No. Okay. He's not. But he he took a forty three million dollar pay cut, and you tripping about making thirty six when like the so Russia get the, the Nobel Peace Prize. Russ, 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 yes, yes. We should bring Russ. And get, <laughs> Let's get these multimillionaires Peace Prize for leaving money on the table. Whenever, whenever, whenever NABJ gets to LA, we gonna give Russ a Pioneer Award for for, take, <laughs> for pay cut for well, taking that. Pay cut. We gonna give Russ a pay, Pioneer Award because. <laughs> like, I mean, like to me, I'm just tired of hearing about Harden's unhappiness. You ain't got no championships. You got one MVP from a few years ago. You did not show up in Game Seven against the Celtics. You did not show up in Game Six against the Celtics, right? Like, what are we talking about here? Like, that's the thing, and and it's holding up the league. And then you now you want to play for the Clippers. That's go. That's gonna work. You think Ty Lue's like, oh, bring on Jay, James Harden. All the problems he done had over the years in touch with the Clippers, <laughs> all the injuries. <laughs> you think you think Ty Lue is, can't wait to coach Harden? Like, it, it's just, it's crazy. The, it, 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 he's, I mean, I guess because of his skill set and his, you know, pair, player empowerment, but it's just, it's just strange, crazy. Coming off the non-show in Game Seven, he mad. He mad. What you got to be mad about, bruh? What you do? Like who? Who messed you up, James? You get you made thirty-eight million last year. Sacrifice. The sacrifice. Wrong, man. These people doing me wrong. Like what? Like it's just it's it's insane. Our league. I I love covering this league. There's no league like it. That's true. We just saw the NFL. Five productive running backs not get paid, right? Josh Jacobs, my man for the Giants, Saquon Barkley. Just like the team's just like, yeah, you rushed for eighteen hundred yards and forty four touchdowns last year, but we ain't paying you jack. <laughs> we, gonna pay you one. we ain't signing you no like. <laughs> you all see with this and then Harden at thirty six is acting like like he Nelson Mandela. He brought it to like, come on. What's going on here? Well, it also appears that another person that should have been trust- trusting the process may not trust in it anymore. Joel Embiid told uninterrupted sports at the uninterrupted sports film festival. He's talking to Math Carter, and he said, "I just want to win a championship, whatever it takes. I don't know where that's going to be, whether it's Philly or anywhere else. He just wants a chance, have a chance to accomplish that. His contract he has to opt in by June 29, twenty twenty six. 
But now the talks are, should someone else be interested in him? Because why is he so willing to, it sounds like he's ready to go as well. Listen, that, 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 that was, that's called, that's called a warning shot for the Sixers organization really? that yeah. look, I'll win a championship here. I'll win it elsewhere. If y'all can't get it done, basically you need to put the right players around me and not, the best players, the right players. And there's a, there's a clear distinction between the two. James Harden is one of the best players that Joel Embiid will ever play with. But did anyone outside of the Philadelphia area code think that that, two, that duo will lead into a championship? Hell no. Um, hmm. No. I don't no think anyone in the area out. code thought yeah. that either. <laughs> no. But, but the, the, the point is this, though. They did not put the right pieces around him. And you just wonder, mm-hmm. even though if they made a trade with the Clippers, they would absolutely lose the deal in terms of talent. They might win the deal because they might be able to get better pieces that pair better with, with Joel Embiid. Yeah. He may not like it, but if, if he's willing to give it one shot, which I'm not sure he's willing to do, um, you never know what happened. I, I would love a guy like Terrence Mann uh, in, in Philly. I think he'd be a great fit. I think he could be the, the Philadelphia's version of Bruce Brown. Well, Bruce Brown was to Denver. Um, guy that does a lot of things uh, really well. Doesn't do anything exceptional like, other than just do lots of different things. Uh, so they, it, they can make that work. I think they could absolutely make it work. But I don't trust Philadelphia's brain trust enough to do the right thing. I don't trust because, you know, that, I mean, Darren Moore, let's be honest and be real. He likes nice, shiny toys. Even if those toys don't, don't look well or play well with the toys he's got. And so he's not, I don't think he buys into the concept necessarily of getting guys who are good fits for his core. He look, he likes to get the absolute best mm-hmm. talent and think that the talent alone is going to get the job done, which we've seen time and time and time again in Philly. That's not going to work. Like Barbie dolls. Nice. There you go. Like Barbie dolls, yeah. Let's get, I mean, let's, let's be honest. Like Daryl Morey, how many teams has he led to a championship? Same as I have. How many teams he's taken in the finals? Same as, same as me. Seto. You dare. Seto for you Spanish-speaking people. Seto. Same, same as me. <laughs> so, I'm Now not, you got Gary I'm, trying to speak Spanish. Hmm. I'm not sure. Adios mio. Yeah. Adios mio. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I not sure, like, like, why he still has a job. Like, why did he fire Doc? It's Doc's fault. Oh, okay. It's Doc's fault. Um, it's just amazing the gall. This this Philadelphia is just it just smells like I would like if I'm a Sixer fan, I'd be just like, what the heck is going on? Mm-hmm. The center won out, the point guard now won out, the general managers acting like he didn't like like he read R back. He got no championships, no finals appearances. You know, he got like Pat, he, got, he, got, he got Pat Riley in the 80s. You know, running a team like, and it's just like you have no credentials, no no credibility in terms of like putting together a championship team, and then you bring James Harden in, and somehow because that's your bud, that's the guy, your guy. Now your guy ain't your guy anymore. It's just amazing. This whole thing. I mean, this NBA. It's what makes it fun, but it is insane. The gall of some of these guys and what they do. And there is no good guy in this. You feel bad for J- Daryl Morey? No. You sort of feel bad for Embiid. Embiid I is gutted it out. He's tried. He tried to make it work with Ben Simmons. That okay. didn't work. You know, but now, and then look at look at look at what Jays did to my man 
PJ Tucker. Bring, you know, come on, man. I got you. We're going we gonna to run this one year. He out. See you, PJ. I hate to see you. That's, like, that's like saying, hey, move into my neighborhood, move into my neighborhood, and then yeah. you, and as you got the yeah. moving van. Yeah, I'm you moving. <laughs> you call the moving truck for yourself. <laughs> hey, that moving truck you moved in, oh, I'm going to use it to move back out. Like, I see Can I borrow your boxes? <laughs> yeah, what's your, what's your mover's number? Because I'm about to help them. Like, what are we, you playing a move? What are we doing uh, here? It's, it's amazing. But, uh, like, good luck. To all the parties involved, it would you don't be, mean that, Gary. Be, Stop lying. You don't wish them good luck. You you hope that you hope no that shade, no shade, no shade, no shade. Respectfully, respectfully, <laughs> no shade. Respectfully, it would be interesting to see well. James Harden in a Clipper uniform, but <laughs> please don't tell me. Don't you cannot convince me that's going to work. Now that it's summer, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for sunny, active days. Factor Meals, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track in reaching all your summertime goals. They offer delicious, flavor-packed options on the menu each week to fit a variety of lifestyles, from Kato to Calorie Smart, Vegan and Veggie, and Protein Plus. Prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all of the ingredients you'll need to feel satisfied all day long while meeting your goals. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to select vegan plus veggie meals each week. Choose from 34 plus chef prepared dietitian approved weekly options featuring premium ingredients such as broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45 plus add-ons, including breakfast items like our delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and potato, bacon, and egg breakfast skillet. Or for an easy wellness boost, try refreshing beverage options like cold pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. If you're gonna go the smoothie route, I strongly recommend you go with the tropical fruit or the mango. Want to budget this month by cutting back on takeout? Get Factor Meals instead. Not only is Factor Meals cheaper than takeout, but meals are ready faster than restaurant delivery. In just two minutes! Head to factormeals.com slash A-List50 and use code A-List50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code A-List50 at factormeals.com slash A-List50 to get 50% off your first box. That's fair. No. Especially with a coach like Ty, because like Ty is is Ty's a good coach. Yeah, and Ty wants guys who actually you know want to show up and play. And Ty is is not he's is not beneath him to, to put you on blast. Uh, respectfully, uh, respectfully. <laughs> no shame at the fact that you came to training camp seventeen pounds over your overweight from your last stop. But you know what? No shame. No shame. Yeah, yeah. That's your All boy. Right. James Moving Harden. to the yeah, final, yeah. the final chapter of this episode, Steph Curry. You've heard of him, four-time NBA champ, just beat the Celtics in 2022. He is underrated because that's the name of his film. Coming out Friday, I had a chance to talk to him actually on Monday. I was in New York City for a junket, and it was very. I will say, I know you guys are probably Steph haters, not you guys, the listeners, but. The film was very inspiring. It's basically about his time at Davidson and really hones in on the underrated aspect of him being physically small, playing at a small college, and obviously them making that NCAA tournament run and really putting Davidson on the map. But of course, 
Steph would go on to do better things in the NBA, but I thought it was a pretty good film. So I just wanted to, one, brag about the fact that I, just, <laughs> I talked to him. No, but also point out that it was his story really is inspiring when you break it down. And it's like, oh, wow, there's still much more to be written. But of course, I asked him about like Boston being related to his NBA legacy, because that's something that we very much will think about when we look eventually look back on the career that Steph has had so far. So it was interesting. Yeah. Do you play spades? No, I don't know how to play, actually, which is unfortunate. Why? That is unfortunate. Because what you did was basically you laid down like an ace of clubs and, you, and you're feeling good about winning that hand. No, and, I'm, and I'm hitting you with the two of spades because not only did I talk to Steph already about the movie, I too saw a preview of it when it was at the film festival out in it. Utah. And I wrote about that. And, and so you that was a good hand you played. I didn't I, even I, read I the article. Now I feel bad. Dang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Gary, <laughs> which, Gary, is the spade analogy? Is that, that's accurate, isn't it, Gary? Come on. Be honest, Gary. That, that round. <laughs> the spades, that's accurate analogy. She came with the ace of clubs. I hit it with the two spades. Yeah. Yeah. I thought yeah. I was cool for like 30 you, seconds. You were yeah. cool for 30 seconds. Then I hit you with that deuce Damn. of spades, girl. Listen, I, you're right. I'm but joking. Bunny's right, though, about the movie. It is a good movie. Uh, and I, I would encourage people to see it because it is inspirational. Uh, Steph is, I mean, this is the thing about Steph. The more I talk to him, he's that dude that you love to hate. Because there doesn't really seem anything bad with him. I mean, he's a great baller. He's redefined the game in ways no one else has done or ever will do. He's got a lovely wife, beautiful family. A great golfer. And he threw his holes in one's life. And, and you know, and the, I think the, the shot that he hit to, to win it, uh, mm-hmm. what was it? Uh, no, I can't it's remember. the ACC, but not the Atlantic Coast Conference. Basically, that's, the, yeah. shot that, the, the shot American Century Championship. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> the shot that he had to win. The AC. The he, yeah, he won the Atlantic Coast Conference. I said a, I said it's ACC, but <laughs> not the Atlantic Coast. Yeah, he couldn't even play the ACC when he was a player. He couldn't even be in the That's true. Game. But the shot that he hit to win the tournament was basically like a D3 in basketball. Yeah. Um, it was that type of golf shot. And so... He's just so freaking like flawless in so many aspects of his life that you just like God. I can't stand you. It ain't right. I love you at the same time. Much respect for Steph, absolutely. And even if you, even if you are a diehard Celtics fan, you you have to respect Steph. Uh, you have to respect the game. Uh, even if you don't like his team, even if you don't like his teammates, you gotta respect the man and what he does on the court, mm-hmm. and to be candid with what he does and what he doesn't do off the court. True. So uh, major props to Steph Curry. Wait, but if I added that I talked to Ryan Coogler, how would you feel? Okay, then you get that. I'll let you get that. <laughs> no, only reason I bring that up though, he, we gotta, Gary, we gotta teach Corny how to play spades. I do because I I want to play and win and and yeah. another black card because it's. I just don't want to be your partner when you first learn how to. play. Yeah, it's okay. I don't blame you. I know how competitive <laughs> spades are. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying, Gary? No, yeah. I know what you're saying. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just throw me under the bus. We friends, but phase is, is, is different. It's a little different. It. Friendship, what? Bragging rights, money, usually a lot of things are on the line. I'm not trying For to sure. get Yeah. yeah. Sure. We're not doing that. For sure. Yeah, but all that to say, we're ending the episode on a uh, talking about a Warriors player. What, what do y'all got? Anything Celtics related to close out? <laughs> um, I was able to watch uh, the part two of the Will Chamberlain uh it's out it's out on it's on um showtime now so you can right. watch parts but we 
saw the uh, on last Thursday in Vegas saw the premiere the of uh, the part two and uh See, Gary Garnett, I'm not the only one in, with an exclusive. <laughs> no, Kevin Garnett was there. Glenn, Big Baby Davis, Tracy McGrady. Um, so it was it was good to see. It was uh good to you know for those who um only know Wilt with the rec- records, and I, I know a lot. I, this new generation doesn't know a lot about Wilt. Just knows he set every damn record, and mm-hmm. everybody's trying to break all of his records. Um, it's a very good. It's worth the three hours. I think it's uh, three parts, about an hour each. Just okay. learning about the man, especially for uh, the African American community. Um, what he was able to do and how he was like the first seven footer really comfortable in his own skin. He was Shaq before Shaq mm-hmm. um, in terms of trends, styles, all of the above. Um, so that fascinating story, fascinating man. Unfortunately, he he died before real died 99 before social media took off before he could really, he got his flowers, but before he could really get his flowers, like Bill Russell did, you yeah. know, Bill Russell obviously died um, more recently last year, and um, and you know, uh, it, it's it's uh, it's it, it, it's uh, how I put this. Bill was able to get his flowers, show the appreciation from the current players, and Will didn't really as much get his love from like the current generation because if he had lived longer, he would have definitely gotten his flowers and i think that it, it's to, so it's worth watching and you know kevin garnett uh helped produce it and he's in it mm-hmm. um and talking about his influence being influenced by will chamberlain so it, it is good to see kg do things like that you know kind of um get into the film industry now and touch people with with some of the stories not only of himself but of others and kind of you know it's good to see KG. We always ask KG, what you going to do when it's all over and you're, you're finished playing? He's putting that same passion that he had on the court into the film industry and doing stuff with Showtime and obviously the podcast with, with our man Paul Pierce. That is, look, love it. The stories that they drop in that, what? So, uh, that yeah, that was a good good experience to, uh, to check that out. And, uh, so yeah, um, definitely. If folks want to check that, I said learn more about Will because I think that we know him as a name, and you see the pictures, and you see the so maybe some faint highlights or whatever, and you think, oh, he lost all those championships to Russell, but much, and, or you, or you, unfortunately, think of the twenty thousand, the number twenty thousand. Right. When you think of uh, Will Chamberlain, <laughs> and what you talking about uh, Gary. I'll let y'all figure that out what that means, but why? Why you gotta bring that number? Up? Uh, is, but, is that part of your hood research? No, is that part of? <laughs> no, no. It's a lot more. It's a lot more to will and, and things I learned. Him being a real champion for women's sports in the 1970s, where um, and and I I knew that he was kind of into volleyball and that type of thing, but like after he retired, he became a real champion for for a lot of great female athletes. That, that we've we've heard about and and so um worth watching so well, if you watch if you are a subscriber of this podcast here are some suggestions of things to watch but make sure you continue to watch us as well 
that's a wrap on this week's episode. Y'all will look so confused with my setup. It's okay. Adrian Blakely, Gary Washburn, I'm Kwani Lunas. We appreciate y'all listening to the A-List podcast. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. The CLNS Media Network is powered by FanDuel. Sign up at FanDuel.com slash Boston and get in on the action with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed.